something different this week on New York City Crime Report. I put together a bunch of stuff that uh, some of it you've heard before, some of you haven't, and some of you haven't heard for a while. It's uh, kind of a best of, and I hope you enjoy it. There's a lot of guests on. It's kind of like, geez, uh, criminal defense attorney Jim Polk is on. News horror, Mandy Stadmiller, and uh, Chris Lager, Luke Connolly. Senior Jew correspondent Nate Fritz and also brand new guest Amy Angelowitz from ID. Oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, there's, a, there's a little clip from Kendra Sunderland, my interview with her. That's the library cam girl. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that interview. I think you, uh, I think you did too. And if you didn't, here's a little bit of it. You know, that'll, that'll be on in a minute. I know you're going to enjoy uh, all this stuff. It's just a, uh, it's a real. It's a, it's a real good, uh, oh geez, it's such a real good assortment of clips. And uh, hey, enjoy it. And uh, new episode later this week. You now are in New York for the second time. The second time. And uh, the first time through, you were doing a tour for the documentary you were shooting. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I wasn't in the documentary or anything, but I was just promoting it um, because I'm a cam girl and it was about cam girls. Oh, wow. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Now, Lisa, <laughs> tell me this now. As somebody who uh, this kind of wasn't around when I was younger, uh, what is a cam girl? Um, so we, it's over the internet, so we're all on our computers, and we just sit in front of it, and you go online to, there's so many different cam websites, I'm on playwithme.com, cams.com, and, playwithme.com, cams.com, cams.com, yeah, um, so you just, like, sit there, and you go in free chat, and, um, it's like a chat room, everyone can talk to you, you can type back, or you can, like, verbally talk back, um, they see you, they hear you, and, um, they can take you private, and then it's just one-on-one they can choose to send you their webcam and then you can see them uh-huh. um, they tip you to do things it's just it, it, anything there's a lot of requests okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine so and uh, are these like usually is this stuff that's pretty easy to do like uh, that you don't mind doing well yeah things I do every day I mean a lot of the times guys just want to see you like get naked and masturbate and it's a, you know that's pretty easy and um, sometimes they want you to role play or um, sometimes they want to watch you get dressed which I always love those because it's the easiest things just getting dressed and putting on makeup. And they they want to watch it like get, like you start naked and then you put things on. Yeah, yeah. They want you to start naked and then they're like, oh, get all dolled up for me. And now, so where like, do you suppose that comes from? Um, I don't know. I mean, people, like, people, everyone likes something different. I mean, it just... It, I don't can't say where it comes from. I'm not the type of person to tell someone to get dressed up and yeah, pay it's for really it, do it for me. I'm speculating. Like, <laughs> like when, when you're a kid and you're watching, like maybe you watch your mom get ready or something, and now maybe it's an extension of that or or whoever in your house or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone's different, so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, getting dressed is the easiest thing. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> now your uh, dad. What does he think about your new fame? Um, I don't know. It it was kind of weird. I told them I started camming before all this got out months before so they had time to kind of get used to the the idea of it and um they're like well they were more worried that i dropped out of school they thought i was going to continue it and i just i just told them that's not what i want to do um i can make a living even just camming if it doesn't get me anywhere and um you know he was kind of upset at first i mean we had some fights but um then they sort of came around and they realized that you know this is what i love to do and this is what's going to make me happy and you know your parents always want you to be happy and so do they really? Um, yeah, and I mean, it's, there's worse things in the world I could be doing. Like they thought I was like I was dead or something when everything came out. Like they, there's like so many worse things that I could be doing that they feared that I would end up doing. So mm. I mean, they they're just they don't ask. They don't ask a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. no, I guess not. Yeah, but well, they're, so, still, they're still there for me. They text me every day. So. You think about say there's worse things you could be doing, but I mean, there's hardly anything better you could be doing. You know, you're yeah. making good money. You're famous. Everybody knows you and and uh, and you still have enough uh, anonymity you know like I'm sure you, do you get approached uh, on the street a lot 
Um, the further I get away from campus where it happened, I'm the less people notice me. But mm. um, definitely in Corvallis, I just, I can't walk anywhere without people staring or <laughs> taking pictures. Like I I'm, I can't see them doing it or something uh, like that. Sneaky no. pics. Yeah, no, that's funny though. Does, does it bother you? No, I love it. Yeah, I love taking <laughs> pictures with people. I think it's I think it's so cool that they 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 love me that much that they just want to take a picture with me. So yeah, I, that's great. Yeah. And 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 uh, you you ref- your friends now they must all be jealous right um well i have very few friends um it's sort of i've lost a lot of friends and um it keeps getting smaller and smaller but i have a really good guy friend we've been best friends since middle school and um he says he's proud of me all the time so i don't think he's jealous um my other friends one of them's a porn star so she has her own fame so i don't think she's jealous either and um the other one she's uh she's still in high school she's about to graduate and she we're just so close I mean, she loves everything that I do, and um, she—I don't think she's jealous at all. This isn't the life that she wants, so right. yeah. as she wants to go her, you know, do her own thing. So I don't think anyone's really jealous, and if they are, they don't—they don't show it. Well, the ones that you might have lost, maybe those would be the ones I'd be. Yeah, about. no, jealous. You know, they didn't agree with it. They're—they're they're upset I couldn't go out and party with them every weekend and waste my life away. But too busy working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Too busy yeah. building a life for myself. At some of, point, you have to be an adult and make a living. Yeah, they just didn't understand. I so. want to talk about this guy friend you have since middle school because mm-hmm. he's 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 uh, just uh, he, he's heterosexual. Yeah. Does he have a girlfriend? No, I mean, um, last we talked, um, right before I came here, there was this girl that liked him, but he he wasn't really into her. So because she's I, not you. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, every guy friend I've had, we've gone through the the phase where they're like, "Oh, I like you more than a friend." I have to be mm. like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I see you as a friend." And then either they they stop being my friend, like they can't. They're like, "I can't be your friend." And sometimes they do that, and then they come back, and they're like, "You know what? I want you as a friend. Like, I can't. I can't." lose you and so um, that's happened a few times with this guy a few times no it's happened with him once so Uh there was one point um, I think it was uh, my freshman year we were hanging out and we hung out like nine days straight Uh and uh, we ended up kissing and stuff like that and then I just kind of like told him like you know this is too weird like I'd rather just be friends and we've been best friends ever since and he's like He's like, you know, I he's like, I love you as a person. It's not that I'm in love with you anymore. And he's like, I, I realize that we are better off as Still friends. in love with you, promise no, you. No, he, he loves me. <laughs> he's not in love with me. Okay. I don't know. Who hey, knows? who knows? Yeah, but you know what? That's that, that's a good guy to have around. You yeah. know what I mean? Because someday you're going to need something flown across the country in like a day. He'll be that guy. No, you know yeah, I mean? he's watching my dog right now. Yeah. So <laughs> he's a good friend. You need errands run. <laughs> you need uh, services. Occasionally, a cop does do something illegal. An NYPD officer is accused of robbing a dead man by stealing his credit card number. And uh, the last name is Pierre. The first name is Yamacula. Yeah, I think uh, when buying uh, a ring online, like it was a diamond ring bought online. So they, uh, yes. And uh, it's... She spent, uh, let me see here. She ordered from Zales. Yeah, uh, $3,200 ring, $3,282.58 to be exact. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it's a, that's, that's a pretty healthy. Uh, and probably having it delivered to some place that normally doesn't have that delivered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's unusual. She had it sent to uh, a home uh, where it was listed. Uh, it, it, it was an address that was familiar to to them, and and you know, to yeah. she had used it on some paperwork in the past. It was her boyfriend. Yeah, her boyfriend. Emergency contact. The cops supposed to really know how to get away with a crime. Oh yeah. This was the worst. Well, the way it happened, she uh, it, uh, she was called on a wellness check when 65 year old man. Uh, he was 65 year old Ken Sandon. He didn't show up for work. So uh, he lives over on 14th Street. So uh, she went over to do what they call a wellness check, which mm. sometimes is used to get around uh, like the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> you want to get into, oh, like, right. oh we they need to do sick. a wellness check. We smelled something interesting. Uh, you know, like uh, this is what I've read. 
I mean, it's never happened to me, but then they do. Oh, we heard a woman screaming is another one, I think. Uh, but in this case, I think it's just code for see if he dead. Right. And, uh, and indeed, he was dead. And she used his Samsung Galaxy phone to contact his niece. And she vouchered some of his property, including his MasterCard. Can you imagine the police finding, you know, your older relative dead and vouchering his credit card? Which vouchering just means, like, we, we better take this. Well, they just, yeah, they take some stuff. But why would they take that? I don't know. What good, I mean, what legal what good is it? What good is it for anybody? Oh, okay. So you're you know, the, the I, I mean, I don't. Keepers, I don't uh, yeah, I don't. I, I actually don't even feel like she did anything wrong, except that it, it sounds like she tried to buy herself an engagement ring, and that's probably why her boyfriend. It's like I'm having a, a diamond ring sent to your house. He probably tipped them off. He probably called Zales, said, "Yeah, yeah, that's not supposed to come here at all. Uh, that's a stolen." He, he's like, uh, he knows what's coming after that. Yeah, now all of a sudden, he doesn't have an excuse not to marry this broad. That's right. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's uh, it, it's a good thing that there's honest citizens like that boyfriend, you know, who just flat don't want to get married <laughs> to a to a thieving cop. She is a three year cop. Uh, her name is Yamacula. It's the only name that I know of that rhymes with Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that it's it's Y M M. A, that, dub, a double M. It's but it goes Y into MM. So I mean, are you even sure on that? That pronunciation is. I couldn't think of the pronunciation. You sound pretty close. It's it's uh, it's it's Y M M Acula. So it could be Yamacula. It could be Y M mm, Acula. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's an interesting name. It seems, uh, I, I, I didn't have time to check the meaning of it. And the last uh, name is Pierre. Pierre. So the fact that Yamaka is probably French. It must be. Uh, now, uh, the, oh, well, she did the wellness check. Uh, they found him dead. She also stole his phone, by the way. Samsung Galaxy phone is missing. That's what was that was noted. Uh, and, and you say, uh, finders keepers. That, I was thinking about that phrase. Well, actually, yeah. I said that you say it. Uh, it. It makes so little sense. Finder, uh, find, when you think about just the words themselves, finders keepers. It's an English adage. Uh, with the premise that when something is unowned or abandoned, whoever finds it may claim it. And the idiom relates to an ancient Roman law of similar meaning. And then the children's rhyme, finders, keepers, they added the losers, weepers. That's not really part of the old... Uh, this, the losers don't have to weep. It's just... Uh, it's just. Well, he's not weeping. No, he's... He's dead. <laughs> so the phone... Yeah, the phone's fine. You should get to keep the phone. If you do a wellness check as a... I don't know if that there's a law for this, but I'd be for it. Like a bonus if you find a dead body? If you find a dead body, you get to keep the phone. You get one... <laughs> I, I don't think that that's out of line. Just the phone. That's not a sentimental thing that the... the fa we really want his phone. The that's what the family's going to be like. Well, you know what? We really want a Samsung I think, Galaxy. I think you're right. I think they ought to have the opportunity to clear it first, though. You know, so, that, so I don't think you get all his contacts. I don't think. Oh, she she get what, you think she didn't clear out the phone? She's a police officer. Well, I. You well, know, she was. She's suspended. But. Well, she's suspended for thirty days with no pay. So I guess they take this kind of shit serious. But I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she was released on her own recognizance. She's not like locked up. She also. Uh, she, and I mean, she she also got into his email. She got into his email uh, at her at her boyfriend's. So maybe I, I don't know. I don't think that she would necessarily clear the contacts. Maybe like, well, there might be somebody in here that uh, that I want to know, or some secret numbers or some shit. You know, she people sounds, put things on their phone. Yeah, she sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> I mean, just Immaculate, just really? doing just doing that at her boyfriend's, going what thinking? Okay, I just won't do it at my house. I'll do it at my boyfriend's house whose address they have. Two Actually, days later, the card was used. Two days after she found the body, she was buying a diamond ring from Zales. I mean, you could sell that information and get some dough. I don't know how much money you get for a credit card, but you get... You, you could. There's other ways to make money off it. Buying a Zales diamond ring, she's kind of, which you can't do anything with. You ever try to sell a diamond ring back? I, I've bought a couple of engagement rings in my life. Mm. Nobody wants those fucking <laughs> things. They are worthless. Diamonds are so worthless unless you own a jewelry store mm -hmm. and you have a woman in there that wants to buy it. They, they, they 
that diamond ring costs like thirty two hundred dollars. I bet it, you could it probably three hundred bucks you get on the street for. How is that? It's so true though. Be better off buying a friggin' Xbox and a bunch of games and shit. America's largest city, world's loneliest town. We'll be back to that story later. Joining me now, Mandy Statmiller from the News Horror Podcast. Hi, Pat. Hey, a drug addicted single mom, depressed, battered, schizophrenic, used for sex by her sleazy ex-con drug counselor. Well, all the good ones are taken. That drug addict is 35-year-old Johanna Bernal. She's suing the city. She's filed a $20 million lawsuit, which alleges she was used for sex by her drug counselor, who needless to say, uh, he does his best to deny it. You know, it always seems like they just come up with an amount of money and they say, this is what you owe me. Mm-hmm. My sex is worth this much. Mm-hmm. $20 million. How many times would you have sex for $20 million? Well, I'm not a prostitute, so no mm. amount. Okay. Well, what if it was your drug counselor? Oh, well, then probably like five. I yeah. Guess. yeah. Born in Colombia, 35 years old, uh, immigrated at age nine. Uh, this woman, uh, this is Johanna Bernal. She's from Colombia. No way she could have known then her shit would eventually be fucked up. By the time she was 23, she was diagnosed schizophrenic, a confirmed drug addict. Worst of all, an unmarried mother of three. <laughs> God, that's got to suck. Yeah. Her boyfriend, uh, father of her children, hit her. And, uh, it, you know, have you ever known anybody schizophrenic? I one time in- interviewed a potential intern, and the guy um, told me what the fly next to us was saying. Mm-hmm. So I think he might have been schizophrenic. Was this a paid position or unpaid? <laughs> I've done it both ways. I think at the time it was unpaid. I think unpaid, I'd be like, yeah, for, yeah, talk to the flies. Well, what was weird was the fly bit me and drew blood. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he might have been right. I mean, I think the fly might have been talking to him. I, yeah, I, I, there's hardly any other way to uh, uh, comprehend that. That's that, what I'm saying. That phenomenon, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, well, if you've ever been someone, uh, I think what we have here is our boyfriend, the father. You have someone who's truly been failed by the system in this situation. Uh, you have a schizophrenic. They could suffer from hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Like the fly, delusions, paranoia. It can be terrifying. A journey through the world of madness that no one can understand. Can you imagine having to be around somebody who's going through that? Yeah, that's pretty awful. I mean, I I, I have a very low tolerance for... uh, mental illness like that that is that is like terrifying you know sure. you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean i'm not in the I, i'm fine with here. i mean i'm I, i'm depressed i'm anxious i can handle that level of mental illness mm-hmm. but something like that where the person might just go on a shooting spree you know well you know you just never know what they might do yeah they might uh, they might uh, bark you- like a dog or shit on the floor or something oh my god which is not to say that everyone who's, I mean, I'm not trying to conflate mental illness with violence. I'm just saying for me. Oh, yes, you are. I'm not. No. It's absolutely what you're doing. No. And, and, and you would be right. Studies have shown that schizophrenics could be three to five times oh, really? more likely to violently attack their loved ones. Oh, that's an actual statistic. That's, okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, like, for instance, uh, last Halloween. We had Derek Ward, schizophrenic, mm-hmm. had never raised a hand in violence, mm-hmm. cut off his mother, uh, Pat Ward's head, <gasps> dragged her headless body outside, and then kicked her head across the street. Wow. But I, wish oh I, no. I wish I could have seen that. Right. But you can't hit the schizophrenic. It's abusive. Um, Tell that-, that to headless Pat Ward. <laughs> you know? Jesus. I hope she got her licks in. Wow. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, have you known a schizophrenic? I haven't, and 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 that's for a reason. I, I God bless anybody who is schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, I wish you the best. I hope things are. But I. I know I, lots I, of bipolar's. Oh yeah. Yeah, bipolar is very manageable. I used to. I used to. I think have a. Um, uh, I used to look down or think that there was wild variance, but mm-hmm. if you're a properly medicated bipolar, you're like good as new. Yeah, and if you're not properly medicated, uh, then you have wild the checkbook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weird shit can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I just want to know how many headless bodies is it going to take before we before we go ahead and and just take pe- people with mental illness uh, and just put them behind bars. Oh my god! You know, Pat. just put them. Lock them up. 
You're where the they, most where politically can, incorrect person alive. Well, no, I mean, where they can get the help they need. That's what I... <laughs> right. <laughs> but what resources are available to help a young father in this situation, you know? I mean, like, as he struggles to deal with the person who's mentally ill, addicted to drugs, uh, churning out human lives at mm-hmm. an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. She has three kids at this point. Well, yeah, you so wanna, does Stephen you Hawking. You step on the brakes. You can have kids. Isn't Stephen Hawking <laughs> schizophrenic as well? No. He's just... Something. I mean, he has a very active dick. Uh, well, <laughs> I saw the movie. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's a whole uh, section of the movie is on his active dick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, it, it's it's funny about that because like they 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 really faulted him for for uh, cheating. I guess he cheated, right? Yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, you know, you God a, bless him. That get, guy's got some game. You get a chance to cheat, you know, go for it. Sure. Hey, uh, this woman who who uh, you know, I mean, look. This guy, and I want to point this out too. This guy was hitting her. This guy, the father of her, of the schizophrenic woman, you know, the, of our guest. The one who was taken advantage of by her counselor. See, this is pre-drug counselor. Uh-huh. Before the advent of the drug counselor. Uh-huh. And are you defending that she was hit? What I'm saying is it's almost <laughs> never okay to hit a woman, even if you're the father of the children. But... Uh, and in this case, I don't know. I wasn't there. When is it okay to hit a woman? Like well, when you're when you're protecting yourself? Well, let's add up a few things. Mm-hmm. She's schizophrenic. Uh-huh. So uh, she might be coming at him with like a knife or she something. She might be. Or yeah. she might just be real irritating. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm talking about two. Uh, <laughs> we're talking extremes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, and I, and I don't take these kind of things lightly. Abuse is never a joke. But um, but when this woman is, uh, she, I think she was confronted with the uh, reality of her horrible life or whatever, mm-hmm. but it penetrated her mental illness and mm-hmm. drug haze. You know, she was a drug addict as well. What'd she take? Uh, I think, uh, you know, and they, they're never as specific as you want them to be here. Mm-hmm. But I would assume some sort of a, like a meth or Oxycontin or something like that. Maybe crack, probably crack. Mm-hmm. Let's call it crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened... Her mother contacted the city administration for children's services and referred, uh, she was referred to VIDA Family Services. Mm -hmm. And that's a taxpayer funded agency for fucked up people. Right. And that's where she was assigned a drug counselor, 61 year old George Alejandro, who probably was just the daddy that this schizo baby addict needed. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Because her mom considered her, uh, she she thought, well, okay, I'll say this about him. Her mom considered some of his methods a little unconventional. Like when, when she walked into the room and he was um, like well, fondling instance, her? Well, yeah, that's, that, that might happen. Mm-hmm. That might happen. But uh, I think the first questionable practice was uh, taking baby to a hotel room to have sex. Hot sheets. Right. You're supposed to say it with me. Hot, hot sheets. sheets. You taught me that term yesterday. <laughs> I suggested going to a hot sheets motel, and you taught me that it was called a hot sheets motel. Yes, a hot sheets uh-huh. motel. There's one right down there in uh, in on, on the east in the East Village. Yeah, because we were next to St. Mark's Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be one. Mm-hmm. You know, the Capri Hotel in Lynbrook is a premier hot sheets hotel. Mm. Premier. Mm-hmm. If you have you ever been to a hot cheese motel? Oh yes, I, I have. went to a hot cheese motel with my ex husband. Yeah, we didn't know it was a hot cheese motel. Whoa. We just thought it was a cheap room for the night. Oh, for the night you stayed the night. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah, usually a hot sheets. You're thinking like uh, you know it's an hourly maybe. That's why I, I stayed in one one time in St. Louis. That's mm-hmm. I went to the airport and this woman picked me up for mm-hmm. uh, sex. You know. <laughs> I heard that story when I was stalking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, moving on. Uh, it's it's it's. It, let me tell you, going to a hot sheets motel. Uh huh. It's it's beyond what most of these drug counselors will do for a patient. And um, it's the uh, this is the night of August fourteenth, two thousand three. Even on the night of the Northeast blackout, most of them will not do this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Alejandro, concerned about his client. He showed up at the family home in Queens. He said he wanted to check in on her. Do you think that's suspicious? Well, I'm just coming by to see if she's wet. Lonely. Her mother says uh, she caught him massaging Johanna's legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says, uh, you know, well, he had an excuse, you know. But I mean, ain't it just, uh, it, ain't it just like Alejandro to, to come to Queens and rub the legs of his client? Mm-hmm. And he said he was, he was lowering her stress. He probably was. I yeah. mean, outside of the sexual... Molestation. Like, yeah, look, lady, it's either this or crack. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to help. By the way, uh, can this drug counselor pick him? You know, I can't believe he got seduced by this woman. What a fool! Bad that he <laughs> fell for her. 
and her her. Um, and now he's being sued for techniques. He's being sued, or the city's being sued for twenty million. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what she's she's. That's the thing. They, well, she was uh, taken advantage of. Well, she seduced him, and oh now God. she wants a payday. I mean, that's how you can't how else seduce can you someone if you're batshit fucking crazy and being taken advantage of. You have no. <laughs> that's the best time to seduce somebody. It's very vulnerability is very like, attractive. Just because you like batshit crazy people doesn't mean. Oh, I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a photo of her in this article. And, um, she was decent looking. She was yeah. like a like hard five. She's got the highway blues. You can yeah. tell by the way she smiles. <laughs> the mother installed a camera. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, in a bedroom, and in the and, and according to the uh, court papers uh, referenced by the New York Post, she was seen in a lip lock. He was seen in a lip lock. Canoodling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they say things in a very specific way like that. Lip lock. A lip lock, because that could mean. You know, a Can lot of different mouth things. mouth to mouth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it can mean like a unconventional dental cleaning. I, I can explain that, you know. So, But here's my interpretation of that. Uh, some women will make you kiss them for a little while before you reduce their stress. <laughs> they just insist on it. You act, like, you act like you don't like kissing. I love kissing. Okay. I do. It's my favorite thing to do, especially with a with a schizophrenic drug addict mm-hmm. who's depressed. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm trying to trying to lower this woman's stress. That crazy mother's. You can you can hear the drug counselor ask himself uh, if it's if it's him or them. It's really insane. And uh, the post says that that she was eight months pregnant. Okay, oh, at this gosh. time, eight months pregnant. This is Alejandro invited her to a Queens hotel room. Hot sheets. Yeah, where are you at on the hot sheets? This I'm not going to say it in like, unison. I'm too nervous. I. Th- <laughs> That's the game, though. I know, but I'm now, I'm on the edge of my seat wondering how you're going to make this... Um, Her name is Mandy Stadmiller. ...violent attempted News abortion horror. funny. Well... My, my my breath is baited. You know, you, you broke the story. I know. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, what a fucking schizophrenic, a, drug-addicted <laughs> cunt I am. <laughs> Thank God you're naked. The family... Uh, here, here's what, what was said. The, the family said the drug counselor pounced on her using four fingers yeah. to attempt to abort the baby. He All wanted right. to rip the baby out. That's what the mother told us. Four fingers. Why did they say four fingers? That's weird, yeah. I guess it just sounds better than his whole hand. It's kind of like one of those documentaries on the dangers of meth and then they take you step by step through the recipe of how to make meth. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is a tragic attempted technique to give an abortion. Where are you? Hey, maybe it was just baby's first fist pound. Is that what so is that what he did? It was, he was he was fisting her? But you can't you have to do a whole fist to if make he, a fist. I say if he got Where's four fingers in there. Where's the fucking opposable thumb? If he got four fingers in there, I'm going to give him a fist pound. How about that? <laughs> I guess once a woman has a few kids, she loosens up a little, you know? I mean, did he say he was trying to kill the baby? He was assaulting her. Did he say, I'm trying to kill your baby? Because maybe he was just looking for a G-spot. No, he... Uh, maybe it was a little of both. A little pleasure, a little homemade abortion. No, but he... Um, if, it, if you enjoy it, then then what's the harm? Well, this, the schizo said, said that he said to her, I'm going to... Rip the baby out, right? No, Wasn't no, there no. a quote in there? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That did not Well, happen. in my brain, there was a quote that said that. Well, that didn't happen in the story. She says, uh, she, she's, he, he never did say that. Mm. She, she thinks that, he, that that's what was going on. But damn, that's a lot of fingers. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just trying to reduce her stress. Have you ever fisted a he woman? He could have been trying to reduce her stress. Have you ever fisted a woman? I think he was trying to reduce, only if, <laughs> only for stress management purposes. <laughs> What do you mean fist? You mean do you know put my one fist time, into her vagina? Yeah. One time I saw a fisting video on an ex-boyfriend's laptop and it really weirded me out. I was like, oh, that must be what he's into. And did you watch the whole thing? I didn't watch it at all. I felt like a real creep for being one of those psycho girlfriends who like looks at some dude's videos that are none of my business. Yeah. So you couldn't even bring it up? No, I didn't bring it up. You're not, you, you can't. I'm bringing it up it. now on a podcast years and years later. Oh, okay. You mm-hmm. never brought it up. Nope. Not once. So wow, I gotta say that's playing fair. Yeah, I mean, you found it, and and did you take any action? No, I just kind of watched what was up with his fingers, you know, like just seeing how 
fisty he was getting, and he never he never went there. What's the most fingers you've had in you then? I had a guy fist me. I had um <laughs> I had a French doctor fist me. He also stuck a beer bottle at my pussy. Oh, hi dad, if you're listening. Was that Jesus an abortion Christ. thing? Was that a home? No, that guy was fucking weird. I think he was stalking me actually. Oh, I think it was beyond stalking at that point. No, it's no, a no, listen. Sexual assault. Here, listen. Here, listen. Okay, I, I hear you. So I met this dude in Park Slope in 2006. I have the post, and he says, "Oh, you're the post." And I said, yeah, I actually, I work there. Because <laughs> that's like how I flirt with guys. By the way, Mandy Stadmiller, former writer for the New York Post, mm-hmm. has, has I was credibility on the, as a journalist. I was on the beer bottle up my vag beat. That was my slash features reporter. I had no idea. Slash page six contributor, yeah. Now, you were the wood twice, right? <laughs> yeah, I taught you the term. So so the giant screaming tabloid headline, that's called the wood. Because Everybody it used to be that, called yeah. the... Um, because it used to be put with blocks of wood. So every day they still say, hey, do you know what the wood is going to be tomorrow? All right, the cover of the post, the, yeah. the gigantic block letters. Are and wood. I was the wood twice for two separate, distinctly prestigious stories. One was going undercover with a male gigolo, and the pay? other one was accidentally dating a rapist. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I accidentally dated a rapist again. Yeah. Well, uh, so you were saying about this French doctor. The French guy, yeah. yeah. So, so, um... Uh, he's, oh, no, 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 no. I spotted that he had the post and I said, oh, you're reading the post. Oh, you're picking him up. Got it. No, 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 no. He definitely started it. He definitely started it. He came up to me and whatever. Okay. And then I saw he had the post and I said, oh, you're reading the post. And he said, I would not exactly call it reading. And I was like, and you continue I had to already, talk to him yeah, this? I had already, wow. I had already told him that I work there. So he was doing that thing where someone aggressively shits on where you work. And I was like, nagging. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's the fifth largest newspaper in the country. And actually a lot of the people who work there used to work at Village Voice and Entertainment Weekly. I went into my like, kind of like autistic resume mode. Yeah. And, um, which by this time he's won, he knows my fist will be in this woman. No, okay, so that's 2006, right? And then I don't know, he I think uh, gave me his number, I didn't call him. Cut to 2009, 2010, 2009. I'm completely off the rails, I've just gotten out of a relationship, I'm like doing drugs and everything. This guy says. Oh, I met you years ago. And then I go to his place. <laughs> That's this, such an authentic French accent. And this dude has the post, he has clippings from the post cut out on his table. Isn't that creepy? Like as if like, uh, I was like his I prey that he was stalking. Uh, oh, oh, they were all yours. I don't remember. There was just something that felt really stocky about it. <laughs> and then I had a three-way with him with my friend Sharon. Well, that's a good way to finish off a stocking. Is with a three-way. Yeah, that'll teach him. Yeah, I you thought I thought I thought I proved my point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but four he, in the pink, man, that bitch stink. But he told me he was like, "Did you like that? I just fisted you." Mm. And I and you, you were like, "Oh, that was your whole fist." I don't know. It was weird. It's not my. It's not my kink. No, I mean I can't imagine that it would be. Mm-mm. I mean, I, you know, but uh, if you can accommodate it, it is fist. for it is for lesbians though. They're all they're all about the fists. Oh, really? Like, yeah, sure. They're just like pumping it up there because they don't have dicks. You well, know? this woman began to hemorrhage from the finger blasting she was taking from her drug counselor, so he took her to a hospital where doctors stopped the bleeding mm. and stopped the party. Brunel called her mom from the hospital saying, Mama, he wanted to take the baby out of me. I don't. I just don't know that that's true. According to the mother, Alejandro threatened to kill them if they went to the police. Mm. Again, hearsay. Brunel gave birth to Jennifer uh, on May... Oh, wow. 2004. My God, the kid's 10. Family court determined Alejandro. Countdown clock starts now. You are the father, according to the lawsuit. That chick is going to have some daddy issues up the wazoo. shit. Name me someone that's not a parasite. I'll go out and say a prayer for him. Alejandro, for his part, denies even having a sexual relationship with him. I never fucked her. And he became a state-certified addiction and substance abuse counselor. He's bettering himself. Well, I hate this guy. Is it over? Oh, yeah, the spelling threw me off. Y M M A Kilo.
Well, right. that, that one maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, as I said, and I've also seen it. Um, this guy sounds like he might be Haitian. Oh, this is a woman, though. Or a woman. I'm sorry. This woman might be a Haitian or Immaculate something. Immaculate Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Haitian with the French. Yeah. Accused of disgraceful conduct using the credit card information of a dead man to buy expensive jewelry, said Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance. You ever met Cyrus Vance? I have met Cyrus Vance. And what's he like? Um, I only met him once at this. Uh, he was speaking at NYU to uh, about uh, about white-collar crime and its prosecution. I spoke to him for a brief period afterwards. I asked him to be on the show. He politely declined. <laughs> Thanks so much. I did, though. I did actually mention that. And... Um after after we talked for a few minutes, but uh, he was he was very nice. He was a very nice guy. He was um, a total prick, you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's uh, got a lot at stake, Dixon. Cut well, the man some slack. Hey, uh, yeah, so, hey, he'll retire someday. Then maybe we'll get him. Thirty-year-old uh, Pierre was indicted on criminal possession of stolen property, identity theft, and official misconduct charges for the brazen theft. Now, uh, what happens is uh, she went for a wellness check uh, to see. Uh, basically, that's that's is this guy dead, right? Yeah, and is it, and it's also way to get around the Fourth Amendment, I understand. That's at certain times. a good times. one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that happens uh, with, with some degree of regularity. I was thinking probably not as much in New York City as, as maybe in other places because uh, it's not realistic to say, well, I heard someone screaming uh, necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> well, wellness check is usually usually instituted by a person's relatives when they haven't heard from that person for a few days. That person hasn't responded to phone calls. And generally when there's a reason to think, like, you know, like the 85-year-old who lives by himself mm-hmm. and his family can't get him on the phone. Somebody knocked on the door. Nobody answered. That's well, that's what you call it. Yeah, that's 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 the suspicion is he's dead. So you sent him on a wellness check. Well, the guy didn't show up for work, and uh, so the, so cops come up for a wellness check. She she ended up uh, she's accused now. I mean, she vouchered some of his property. First of all, sure. Now, uh, why would you voucher in that situation a Mastercard? I mean. Uh, officially vouch. I mean, I know why. Yeah. But I mean, like, what what would be the rationale for that? Well, so that somebody doesn't do what she did. Oh, I see. Um, then you know, to although, prevent the theft. I, I will say this is not the most offensive crime. The, the more offensive would have been had had he been alive. You think that so? What, well, yeah. I mean, what the fuck does he care if his identity gets stolen now? He's dead. Well, I, Masterpart's pretty screwed on this one. <laughs> well, she's, you know, uh, she, somebody's getting ripped off, and it's not, I mean, it could be his family. Yeah, they, I they don't think they're going to have to assume this bill. I really no? doubt it. No. Well, I don't know. Something about picking over a corpse when you're a public servant, just sort of a... See, I, I'm thinking victimless crime. Well, you know, <laughs> some people would view it that way. I mean, other than MasterCard, but, you know, victimless. Well, Zales uh, almost got themselves a sale, a $3,200 ring. And uh, unfortunately, they, I guess for them, uh, it was stopped. They stopped the shipment in time. And, uh, yeah, it was great. So you say finders keepers on that. Uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 illegal. I mean, don't, don't rob the dead. <laughs> <laughs> she pleaded not guilty. We'll see what happens. Her attorney says she's a wonderful person, by the way. Who's her attorney? Uh, let me just look at that. Her attorney is... Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't take note of, of the attorney's name. Uh, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me translate from attorney speak. When they say uh, somebody's a wonderful person, means yeah. they're guilty as fuck. Oh, yeah. It means I can't, I can't actually address the allegations, so we'll, 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 we'll throw something else out there. She, she loves these women, by the way, who scratch their pussies. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. No sugar tonight for a Manhattan fashionista who claims someone traded her sugar for angel dust. In a new lawsuit, Morgan Boyle claims she was told dog walker Tommy Dore traded her beloved rescue pit bull sugar for PCP. First thing I'll say, whoever's getting the angel dust got the better of the bargain. Adora walked Bogle's pity. Sugar, three years, no problem. Bogle goes to London on business. Sugar stayed with Door. But witnesses say Door outside Bogle's door. Shouted and banged on Bogle's door. Bogle on business in London. Sugar in the care of Door. Bogle's neighbors saw Door. Texted Bogle. Bogle sent a friend to see Door and check on Sugar. The friend told Bogle Door hid behind a trash can. The friend also dined the cops. After London, Door told Bogle from Bellevue she could go into his home. Sugar's collar and sweater. No sugar. Morgan believes that her best friend and beloved pet was sold by Door to be used in connection with dog fighting. No dog who ever wore a sweater is going to turn it around and go into fighting. I know the dog was a rescue. No telling where it came from. But once you have a sweater on your body, that's it. You sweatered all the killer die out of your pity. Might eat a baby, 
bite a toddler, maybe be a ring girl. Maybe this isn't about the walker. Maybe it's just a straight up story of freedom. Here in America's largest city, world's loneliest town. Joining me now, Lucas Connolly. What's happening, Lucas? Not much. Uh, first thing I want to say is PCP. What? Uh, no one's been smoking PCP in 15 years. This guy was found with PCP on him. No, they say, uh, they think <laughs> it was PCP. Well, what else could it have been? Uh, bath salts, uh, all kinds of different things. PCP is not a drug that people do anymore. I had no idea. Yep. Uh, uh, that now, uh, are you? Uh, how do you know that? You live in you live in Brooklyn, right? I I work in uh, work in Brooklyn, but before that, um, I used to work as the manager of a halfway house. And so, when you're in a halfway house full of junkies, uh-huh. you hear every everyone who comes in. They say what drugs they do. Okay. And I haven't heard. I never heard while I was there for over a year anyone ever saying they even did PCP in their life. Did you see any pit bulls? I never didn't see any pit bulls. <laughs> but PCP is not a drug that you can get anymore. Well, what do they do? What do they come in saying they do? What are the drugs that they did talk about? Basalts. <laughs> Which is the drug that would imitate PCP the most. Oh, I see. Well, they didn't. I don't think they arrested him uh, when they, they when they found him for it. I mean, that was just reported in the lawsuit anyway. So I, I don't even know if that's factual. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to tell. There's there's a lot of misinformation floating around now, according to his uh, attorney. Now, if you used to walk, work in, in a, uh, what do you call it, a halfway house. Now, halfway house, that's, when, that's where they send you when you're, like, getting out of jail and you're trying to get... Get back on your feet again, in theory, but you're really not. Uh, did, did you see a lot of people turning it around there? Um, I would say that one out of ten people was like legitimately there trying to get better, and then the rest of the people, mm-mm. yeah, more of a third of the way house. Yeah, more of like, oh, this will keep my family off my back, yeah. or this will keep the <laughs> law off my back, or it was always like that kind of thing. They were just so excited to like not be not be where they were before that. Back in prison. Or, yeah, or in a crack house or wherever they got saved beforehand. Do you from. think that drug dealers are uh, much into the live animal barter system? I've never seen a drug dealer ever take anything like that. Yeah. Though I could see someone be like, hey, man, we here's my dog. I will be back for with your money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Pretend I, he cares about the dog. Yeah, like not, it wouldn't be like, hey, this dog's worth like, this much money, it would be more like this dog. I want, I love this dog. Right, yeah. And they think, yeah, it's, it's like holding him hostage. Yeah. Well, uh, sugar became a social media sensation, according to the Post. Uh, owner Morgan Boyle used Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, plus thousands of posters, even a 7th Avenue billboard to spread the word about her lost companion, creating the viral hashtag FindSugarNYC along the way. Huh. And I saw that hashtag, and I just thought it was about obesity. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Some kind of diabetes hotline. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, remember it. I don't remember it happening. Well, no question sugar disappeared. Sugar's gone. Doors' explanation is simple. What happened to sugar? He says, I don't remember. His attorney, Mel Ginsburg, says, well, yeah, well, things happen that people don't remember. Which I think is the dumbest statement of all time. Yeah, people don't remember things when they forget. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it. I think that's what he intended it to be, a self-evident thing, I think. Like, yeah, things happen that people don't remember. And uh, he he wouldn't clarify the circumstances of Sugar's disappearance. Uh, Doris claimed that he suffered, quote, an unexplained psychotic episode and can't remember what happened to the dog. Now, does that sound like bath salts? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Psychotic episodes and bath salts go hand in hand, yeah. face eating, all the all the good stuff. Well, Dora, 46, was detained by police who had allegedly searched him and found him in possession of a controlled substance believed to be PCP, Bogle claims, in court papers. So this all comes like third hand anyway yeah. from Bogle. Uh, Dora was not on drugs, his attorney insists. The NYPD says no arrests have been made. In fact, Dora countersued Bogle, defamation for the drug allegations. He is suing her for defamation for the drug allegations. And he says Bogle hired also a a pet detective who treated him in a most abusive and intimidating manner. You know, (laughs) which, uh, you know, I I guess I can imagine that happening. Uh, It's believable, you know, to me. Maybe this is another psychotic episode he's having when he thinks the pet detective is coming to, to bother him. But there are pet detectives and they do 
I imagine love animals, and I do imagine that an animal lover would sort of blame Dora here, like intuitively. He is the dog walker who was, you know, had he was supposed to keep the dog. Uh, he says that the dog told the dog uh, pet detective, uh, his pet Dick Bogle's pet Dick, told him he should kill himself. To which Dora really should have just said, "You're a pet detective." You're right. He's like, "Shut up, Officer McGruff." <laughs> Animal lovers are really the best, aren't they? Uh, the big mistake I think that he made is that he should have had a story. You know, he just should have said, yeah, the dog was trying to, there was a baby and the baby was in the street and then he was trying to eat the baby and it got run over, you know? Oh, there's so many things. He could have just said, uh, he yanked out of my hands and just started running. Yeah. And I fell and then I, I didn't, I didn't see him anymore. Yeah. Anything other than I just psychotic episode. I don't remember. So, right. So, so process that angry dog, uh, dog lover, yeah, dog he, owner. He was telling me to kill brunettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like, uh, I think that what happened is he must've just been sitting around with sugar on his drugs, you know? And then, right. and then just fucking goes, this dog is evil. Yeah. And just open the door. Or keep speeding him at uh, Blackjack yeah. or something. <laughs> It has its dark corners, but I think eventually, the, I think the dark web is like uh, the new rock and roll. You know what I mean? It's gonna be eventually. It's gonna be all dark web, and if you're on the and if you're on the other web, the regular web, you're gonna be like Pat Boone, you know, and like uh, you know, patent leather <laughs> shoes and stuff like that. You know, so the dark web is like a quantum physics. Chuck Berry. Yeah, yes. reality. <laughs> I know. What is it? Well, it's it's you have Give to have a certain definition. kind of a browser to get on there, and and uh, and and then when and then once you're there, probably everything you're doing is illegal. You can you can use Bitcoin. Okay. The N word is used as currency. Really? Uh, have yeah. you been on the dark web? The president over there is Jared. Fogel uh, uh, yes. from Subway. <laughs> He's the president of the dark web. And he keeps young boys there. Yes. Who run it. Yeah. For, the, as indentured servants. Kind of a Santa's elves kind of thing. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Have you been on the dark web? Never. I wouldn't yeah. touch it. I don't, I see, I think when you go on, that's when the FBI starts knocking on your door and stuff. I don't, how do you even get on? Well, you have to like uh, know somebody, you know. It's like, do you just <laughs> ask people, like, is there like an exchange and egg password where you can go, you know, do you, know, you do you get my exchange and egg reference? Exchange and egg, no. Yeah, it's, it's from 90210. Oh there boy. was a scene where they went to a rave. And they had to go to a deli and say that they wanted to exchange an egg. And I'm sorry, 90210 fans, if I'm getting this wrong in any way. I believe there might have been drugs involved. I don't remember. I see. Um, so anyways. you don't know what happens and it's a spoiler alert of some sort. Yeah. Sorry if you haven't seen 90210 and you're planning to watch it for the first time. <laughs> you just ruined it for somebody. I just ruined the best episode for you. By the you. way, Tori Spelling, born on the dark web. <laughs> yep. True. That would explain so much. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, we had a, 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 in Gramercy a swing and a missive for a jerk-ass gym dick who works out at a New York sports club. I, as a woman, I'd be interested to get your perspective oh, on yeah. this lame-ass oh, yeah. dickwad made a feeble attempt to pick up a likely uh, a sweaty woman by following her for two blocks and slipping a note in her back pocket. And he touched her tight, gym-sculpted uh, ass in the process and followed her. See, he had to follow her a couple of blocks to do this, which makes it way worse. Uh, it wasn't like an impulsive thing. He, he, no, you know. he stalked her for a couple blocks and, and he watched her at the gym. I guess the part of this story that was the most disturbing to me rather than the stalking was the note he wrote her, do your legs make you feel omnipotent? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Please explain it to me. I mean, I mean, in general, if you want to land a date with a woman, mm -hmm. that's that a pickup line like that would never work. It's just too conceptual. It is. It is. It's like a riddle, and mm -hmm. you're and you're asking too much of somebody to compute that. You might say, "Hi, how are you?" Yeah. You might say, "Boy, I saw you. Uh, you know, on that machine, you were really working out." Or just like, "Hey." You know, I think we go to the same gym. Nice leotard or something. I'm John Doe. I'm Jerry, and I'm creepy. Yeah. 
But uh, what the hell does that mean? Do your legs make you feel omnipotent? You know, Please I, decode it for me as a man. I can't. I, I Googled it to see if it was like a reference to some movie or something oh, like that. No, I didn't if, go that far. See if maybe far. Humphrey Bogart said that at some point. <laughs> Make you feel he said, "He said, do you want to exchange an egg? Now, if he yes. had said that, it might have been witty because think, it would have been a 90210 reference. Yeah. And if she liked 90210, she would have been sold. Yeah, but that's a chance that you take. Yeah. If that's anyway, What I, does it mean? Do your I, legs make you feel omnipotent? Do your legs make you feel like you're a godlike, all-knowing being? Do your legs make you feel as if you have enough power to uh, do anything that you can, that, you know, you can, you have a vertical leap. That, that I think he used the wrong word. I think he was trying to say, like, do your legs make you feel invincible? invincible. Or like, um, I think he was trying to say something else. I think he was trying to compliment her legs. I think. Yeah, do you well, know what yeah, I mean? I to- right. <laughs> but like, instead, he came up with the weirdest God reference. And, and legs can't be omnipotent. I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't think so. I don't think they can cause omnipotence, but I, 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 it could be that it's like a, like you said, an invitation to the dark web. <laughs> maybe it's like a, a code. Um, I it's just, a handwritten note scrawled on a little piece of paper. Right? And then here's the other thing. If you write that great, if you, if you were to text that to her, yeah. it's not, you know, particularly... Uh, not that egregious anyway, because you can go, huh, what? You want to get a pizza or something? But like the the note, first contact, I think I think anything handwritten now is is like, uh, boy, that's a, that's a big thing. I know. Like back in the 90s, it was not a big deal. I have got, I have given and received a couple of handwritten notes. Sure. Yeah. No, but like pickup notes. Like there were actually, the one that was creepy was when I found one on my car one time when I lived in LA. Mm. There was one on the windshield of my car from like someone who lived in the neighborhood or had seen me at Trader Joe's or Mm. something and like was like, call me. And I was like, fuck, I need to move, you know, like. (laughs) Well, you just look around, you know, you're being watched at that point. Yeah. I mean, I guess watching you find this. Women really just, uh, I'll just say this to all the men out there um, who might be seeing a girl that they like at the gym and wanting to follow her a couple of blocks and slip her a cryptic note in her, the back pocket of her pants. Don't waste your time. Listen to what Amy says. You know, I mean, if you want to talk to her, uh, you know, talk, talk like a normal person, don't follow her or stalk her and don't touch her. You You know, that's another thing is like, like the fact that we're not, you know, I'm so blindsided by the note that I'm not talking about the fact that this guy touched her. He had to in order to get the note into her pocket, yeah, which but you is can't, already a bad You move. can't touch someone. You can't what touch could, someone. What if he could get it into her pocket without touching her? How what, bad is he is omnipotent that? and he can just like <laughs> well, deliver it in there with his mind? What if she has big baggy pockets, you know? No, like you that. can't touch someone or go. You have to be careful about personal space. Because really at that point, if your note is touching their sweater, you're touching them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, let's not talk about technicalities here. This isn't here. your little sister in the backseat yeah. of a You a don't, car. you do not touch a strange person. Yeah. This, this is not going to work. This wouldn't work if you're Johnny Depp and the woman was Ham Sandwich Franny. You know, uh, it doesn't really I don't matter. know who Ham Sandwich Franny is. Well, she's not that attractive. <laughs> I'll tell you, she's she's definitely not in a Johnny Depp sort of I don't league. even think this has to do with attractiveness. It just has to do with, wow, this guy sounds crazy. And yeah. I hope that they ban his membership from the Now, another newborn Jew was infected with herpes by a rabbi who sucked his tiny penis like some kind of Nosferatu thing shortly after his birth. Uh, Now, we've talked about this uh, as a religious practice before called a metzizah how do you pronounce that correctly? See, I've never, I've, I've never even really heard. I've always just heard, you know, bris or brit milah. Um, are the things that like the bris is the uh, is the whole is the ceremony, but that's a very specific part of it. Yes, it's the baby's penis is sucked as part of an ancient. It just it's it's so peculiar to it's say. Not, well, it's it's not so much that it's it's really sucked. It's oh. kind of like the side of it is sort of like it's it's to like to to deal with the the blood that's coming out. Can you do from. me a favor? I'm a little sore on the side of my penis, Nate. Yeah. Would sure. you mind, would you mind not sucking it for me a little bit? <laughs> not sucking it. <laughs> How am what, I going to get the blood out? What is that? I How mean, am I going to cut the stitches with my teeth? I was going to say, you're saying it's not precisely sucking it, but I'm saying when it's your mouth and, and some dick, yeah. it's, it's it's as close to sucking as, you know, I'm going to say the penis gets sucked. And it's, uh, I'm just saying, like, I the whole baby dick doesn't go in the rabbi's mouth. It's not like it doesn't, he doesn't, like, gag himself, like, on brazzers or anything. It's not like, you know, <laughs> well, it's, I mean, not, it's a tiny penis. It's a, <laughs> he can't gag himself on a penis like that. 
I, what, what is the deal with wanting to do that? I mean, because like, you know that like, I, if, if it was like, Hey, you know what? Um, you don't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Then the guy like when when parents well I was, it's yeah. kind of like civil war reenactments is the thing this is how things <laughs> this is how things went in a in an inferior time before science mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if you know this about Jews they're very obsessed with that first book oh yeah uh, that first one that came out they're they're about they're not completists with well, uh, well some of them with this testaments well I don't think there's anything in the New Testament that says hey never mind the baby dick sucking that's true they never re- that's one thing that that's a wrong that Jesus never righted I yeah. guess. <laughs> he probably, hey, by the way, was like, yeah, I was it, conscious the whole time for that, and that was a that was a bummer. He's so, like, no, they'll please figure, don't. He's like, they'll figure it out. No, that one, that'll, that's an obvious one. <laughs> that's what. It's that's like the gay marriage thing, and the you know, the, you know, wrap, wrap your feet in lamb and shit. You know, right. whatever it is you're supposed to do. <laughs> wrap now. your feet in lamb. I'm pretty sure that's one. Is of that the, one of them? Oh no, it's Santeria. Santeria. Okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> it says it's part of an ancient tradition involved with the rite of circumcision. So they mm-hmm. cut off the uh, foreskin, and then the the blood is sucked off by the mm-hmm. uh, by the moil. Right. And it's called uh, Metzizabp. Let me, now, let me uh, get a look and apply my uh, my Jew eyes to this. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Let put, me put, put both of them on it. Put them on the, you know, I, 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 I would as, say it's probably Metzizabp. It sounds it's, it's even disgusting sounding like yeah. it's, is it? it's what you do after you suck all that blood out of the <laughs> after cutting off the after cutting off the infant's foreskin. Uh, ra- okay, now this is from the Jewish Daily Forward, by the way. Okay, okay. this is this is I'm going to tell a little bit of the story of uh, Rabbi uh, Rabbi Re- uh, Avraham. This guy is so Jewy mm. that he's not Abraham. He's Avroham. Avraham. Avraham. Avraham Khan. Yeah, that's pretty Jewy. Khan. He's a Cohen, so that's, uh, you know, he's, yeah. that's, the, that's the highest level of Jew. Yes. Kohens. Uh, rabbi, is it really? Yeah. Kohens were the, uh, were the priests who uh, they, you know, the, in the in the temple. They like, they, and they carry themselves that way in the community still today. They yeah. like, they're very condescending to people like me Going who are not Cohen's. Like, mm, I just sucked a baby dick. I just, you know how many baby dicks I sucked this week? <laughs> I lost count. I'll, Business is good. I suck all the baby dicks. <laughs> I'll suck your baby dick. Evraham uh, Khan leaned toward, uh, leaned down toward the baby boy who was mm. cradled on a white, a white pillow atop his grandfather's knees. It's from the Jewish Daily Forward. Standing fully over the child with his back to the dozens of immaculately, immaculately dressed uh, guests at the Syrian Jewish gathering in Brooklyn, it was impossible to see what Khan did next. Asked after the ceremony whether he performed the controversial rite, also known as MBP. Well, why didn't you tell me before? In which a, a ritual circumciser places his mouth on the baby's genitals to suction blood, mm. to suction the blood from the circumcision wound. So that's what she says, did you do it? And he smiled and said, I did what I had to do. I, you know, I did uh, what I had to do, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, Khan is widely considered one of the best moils in the city. And Khan said that he would not perform MVP when he believes that one or both parents led a permissive lifestyle. That's in quotes. Permissive. Asked to clarify... Cohn said, it's, you know, it's not only herpes. There's other serious diseases like AIDS and other things. He's concerned that the, the baby's going to give him AIDS. The baby's going to give him AIDS. <laughs> that's, <laughs> he's, that's literally what he's saying. Uh, like, like, I have to watch out. So I, you know, I, you know? If these people with their permissive lives and I'm going to get AIDS from sucking <laughs> a baby's dick. <laughs> like, I don't suck. A, I, I mean, I, it's enough to put me out of this business, I tell I, you. Like, I don't, you, you yeah, it makes yeah, me yeah. wonder what's it all for, you know. You I'm sucking baby's dicks and getting AIDS, I mean, uh, you know, that's... You don't suck a baby's dick if a baby's got AIDS. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) When a reporter from the forward called the infant's father, now this is, as you know, continues from the Mm -hmm. the Jewish Daily Forward, and this is about a guy, the Moyle, one of the best Moyles in the city, uh, Avraham Khan, who says uh, he doesn't let anybody know. He's like, who knows if he did that? He keeps it very, like, you know, Mm -hmm. he's backs to everyone. It's not like he's ostentatious. He's like, turn the baby around and, like, dump its balls in his mouth or anything. Right, sure. He's going <laughs> to get the whole thing in there. Right. <laughs> oh. His baby's first blowjob. Sure. You take it serious. Now, 
a reporter called the infant's father after the circumcision, and the father said that he was aware of the risks of MVP, mm-hmm. but says, and he said that he had instructed Khan not to perform it. He said, I didn't allow him to do that, the father said. Hmm. So, uh, what did Khan actually do when he did what I had to do? Well, confronted with the father's testimony, Khan said, well, I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't do that. What I had to do was not do it. No, you see, you misheard me, and it's a common thing. Uh, You said that uh, you thought I said I did it, but uh, you'll notice I said I didn't do it. What I said is I did what I had to do. (laughs) But the reason, he said, had nothing to do with the father's request. He's like, I don't care what he said. It says because the father did not seem observant enough. He didn't seem observant seem, enough. Yeah, that's a very, no, they're very. Something about him saying, mm-hmm. uh, don't do it, made him yeah. seem not observant enough. It made enough. him seem less Jewish. Yes. And, and immediately he's, he's bagging on the guy. He said, that young man is out to have a good time. <laughs> I don't think he's so careful who he has a good time with. That, that, that man's out to have a good time. And you can tell because he married a Jewish woman. So he's uh, <laughs> All right. very eager Ed to enjoy his life. <laughs> I don't think he's careful who he has a good time with. Excuse me, I got to suck this baby's dick. <laughs> Many Orthodox rabbis think it's perfectly okay to conduct a circumcision without. I believe I was. I'm not even sure, but I don't have video of mine. But uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, you seem very comfortable. Yeah, I don't. Yourself. I mean, I, as far as I know, no herpes. So. Oh. Uh, that's the problem is you get herpes from these. Right. When this happens, you can get the herpes. Or The, the guy turns it around. That's what's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of Orthodox priests say it's okay. But and but some, it's mostly ultra-Orthodox groups. Right. It figures the more religious you go, the more important it becomes that you have to have the baby's dick you in gotta, your you, The dick has to brush the lips. It, you, it, you have to, this is an infant, you have to put your <laughs> mouth on his penis. It's what God intended when he made babies. <laughs> How could you look at a baby's dick and think anything else? <laughs> what are you going to do? That's got to go in my mouth. A sponge? <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? It's, it's what, a- surgical equipment? Because we're breaking oh, flesh? Come on. <laughs> what do you think this is? Some sort of medical procedure? <laughs> It is a bit of a medical procedure. <laughs> Some have modernized their, their approach. They use a sponge. They use a pipette. Mm-hmm. Instead of sucking the wound clean with their fucking mouth. Yeah. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> You know, because MVP it says believed to be a commandment from God, written in the in the uh, in the Mishnah, mm-hmm. which is the which means law by learned sages, mm-hmm. elevated by mystical interpretation. This is where this is where you like you really comes in handy, yeah. Nate. <laughs> Thanks. Change will not come easily. I won't. That's what it says. Is here. there even is there ever been change? I don't know that there's ever been change. People they get so uppity about uh, changing even a letter. Oh can't yeah, do it. I can't mean, do it. if if you will, if you can't not suck a baby's dick, even though it gives the baby herpes, I sometimes, mean, you might as well be Catholic. <laughs> you just, we're no better than the Christians. <laughs> I can't imagine being so religious that I would go ahead and suck the blood off the penis of a baby, even if I didn't want to. But I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine being so religious that I would go ahead and suck the blood off a baby uh, off the penis of a baby. If it was kind of what I wanted to do anyway. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have parents going like, don't suck Please my don't do dick. that. Hey, hey, hey. hey you, uh, listen, we're doing, we're going to participate in part of this, but could you just not suck our baby's dick? Look, I mean, we uh, have paid you a considerable amount of money. Look at this nice spread we have. We invited all of our family here, and this is and this is how you repay me? You know, you, you just you suck my son's dick? You just insist. <laughs> you just insist on it. And now, look, we can't send all these people home. <laughs> Okay, fine. Suck his dick. <laughs> U.S. Centers for Disease Control, anyway, they estimate the rituals performed 3,600 times a year. Okay, probable cause for concern. The U.S. Centers uh, for Disease Control and Prevention monitors your religious rituals. Yeah, that's a red, that's a red, that's a red flag. I would agree. Uh, now, some Orthodox rabbis contend there's no medical proof that babies can become sick due to the ritual. Mm-hmm. How, how much, I mean, how, did, how the fuck else did these kids get herpes? Mm-hmm. But this is on the medical advice of a guy who sucks blood <laughs> off a baby's dick. So always remember that. 17 cases since the year 2000. Two of them fatal. I mean, this yeah. is, it, you know, it, that should be enough. That should be <laughs> two, two babies died, you know, and two got brain damage. But I mean, I don't know how much that's going to 
factor in. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's nuts because like, and, and just to clarify, it's the kind of herpes that a lot of people have. That like 80% of people have this kind of herpes. It's the mouth herpes. Right. But like when a baby gets it, he doesn't have defense. And sure. sometimes it's like enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, the article went on. It was very interesting because like they, there, was, there was one guy who was like, it was just like that. They, mm-hmm. they, the guy goes, well, uh, he goes, do you, do you kiss anybody other than your wife? The guy's like, no. He's like, well, do you, do you, you know, he asked him about a couple of other practices. He's like, no, I'm good. And the guy's like, well, then I have to suck the baby's dick. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, well, the, you've left me no choice. Well, <laughs> wait, 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 what, what, where, how can, what can the stance be on that other than like, just stop. Stop doing it. A pit bull was missing after disappearing in the care of a substandard and unstable dog walker. Sugar's collar and leash were found inside the apartment. No sugar. Police found PCP dust, however, <laughs> on the dog walker, and he was. Uh, and take- we hope not the dog, because otherwise we need is a fucking didn't- pit bull running around on angel dust. Well, that's somewhere there is an angel. <laughs> 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 That's probably what happened. That's and they, terrifying, they man. I got all this a PCP. Dogs seeing like dragons with fucking tentacles coming out, <laughs> mauling people through the Bronx. <laughs> you, did, you need him really angry and delusional, <laughs> yeah. as well as just regular angry and, and delusional. Now, there's a ten thousand dollar reward, by the way, uh, to it, stop it, the killing. <laughs> He said, this, uh, this police, uh, like I said, they found PCP dust on the dog walker. He was taken to Bellevue. Uh, he was being held incoherent and not allowed visitors. He was in bad shape himself. You know, that's, he hired the wrong dog walker. <laughs> this didn't go. On the PCP. Uh, the, now, you know who has a dog walking business ooh. now? Oh, ooh. M- Mike DeCorsia. Does he really? Yes, he does. No, I wonder if this was him. <laughs> uh, it's, no, I don't think it was. I think PCP might make him normal. There's a $10,000 <laughs> reward, $5,000 of which put up by NBA All-Star David Lee. This is from the fine show. I'd also like to put on Mike DeCorsia is a good friend of mine, so. <laughs> no no dismount to you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. We appreciate, your su- we appreciate your support so much. This is from the Facebook page, the yeah. Fine Sugar Facebook page. Here are a few updates from our efforts. We are using pet detectives. The police are aware, on the lookout, and even have several retired NYPD officers who have volunteered their time to help us. They need to get these auxiliary cops on the case of sugar. We are procuring... This does feel like the kind of case that, that uh, that's better for an auxiliary police. Reviewing uh, any surveillance video that we can get our hands on, and we are checking every imaginable place, speaking with every imaginable delivery guy, doorman, courier, street vendor, taxi driver, in-house, chicken house, other uh, things, uh, bovines, and et cetera. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> thank you so much for your suggestions. It says, uh, now, uh, and, that, and, and, and that's the deal. You didn't realize, on, though, on like an angel dust pit bull could sort of be the animal equivalent of Maxim Gelman. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> now, who, now we need an, if we only had a, an animal equivalent of uh, Joe Lazito. Yeah, like some German shepherd that just takes him down. Him down. <laughs> <laughs> and then gets hosed by the city. You think so? I think Joe Lazito like a, like a bulldog or something. I, I, I think Joe Lazito would be like one of those nice pit bulls. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know? Also a pit bull, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, but not, yeah. A, not a dickweed like this PCB guy. Yeah, yeah. By the way, there's another award uh, for uh, for for finding somebody. I want to get that out so that we can uh, discuss it before we leave. Uh, South Jamaica, Queens, because we like to report on the money that's floating around out here if you want to help contribute huh. to this. Uh, we reported on the story of an innocent grandmother who was shot in the head Ooh. just for answering her door. 70 uh, 70-year-old Lita Webb was senselessly murdered. Her life snuffed out in an instant by a gunman uh, most likely retaliating against a gang-affiliated member of her family. Well, the uh, police are offering a $2,000 reward. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ, man. For a stand-up citizen. What's a human life worth? Well, we figured out $2,000. $2,000. Fi- by the way, uh, Sugar the Dog... Maybe they're negotiating. Maybe they still think they have some wiggle room. If you find Sugar the Dog, $15,000. Uh, guy who shot grandma. Guy who shot grandma. Two grand. If you, it's being offered for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of... So it's even a higher threshold. That shit. We just got to get a visual on sugar. Look, we don't actually want to give this money to anybody. Uh, but that's no. it. And just call 1-800-577-TIPS. <laughs> <laughs>